us a dream. This is Art Town, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. How's everybody doing? Ugh, I feel tired today. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I feel like I slept okay. I'm just like a wreck. So uh, try it. I don't know. This is probably my 13th attempt at this. But um, here we go. So this month, my guest is Fern Epfel. And uh, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun talking to her. Uh, We had a lot of like weird, I don't think weird, but we had similarities that were kind of interesting, like like in in her upbringing, I think we we talked about those kinds of things, and if I'm remembering right, I, I believe both her parents had been uh, married before, so that was interesting. Uh, same as me, and she talked a lot about like how she, you know, was kind of, you know, didn't really have a path and just kind of went through life in the beginning a little i think restless um wandering and you know that was the same for me um i didn't really plan for too much i knew i had um i had an interest in making art and that was that was about it i think um and a lot of the decisions I made were kind of haphazard, just kind of fell like ass back into different situations where I was lucky enough it, it kind of benefited me. So, I mean, I made the most of it, I guess, you know. I ended up at Percy, uh, Percy, Purchase College just on a whim, really. And that turned into an amazing experience for me. So that was pretty cool. We talked about those things. Um, but her work is amazing. I don't know what else to say. I really love it. Um, I had seen it before. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'd seen it um, for a couple years, a few years. I don't know. One or two things in a gallery. But it was really seeing her show at the art center that got me super interested in her work. I left that show um, feeling like pretty engaged and pretty, um, what do you call it? Excited, I think, is the right word. So from that, um, I really wanted to talk to her. And um, I think I was lucky enough that she said, yeah. So here it is. This is our conversation, Fern and myself, um, hanging out in Kinderhook, New York, which there were some funny connections there, too. I'm going to leave those off tape. Uh, In her studio. Chilling. Take a listen. But like the show at mm-hmm. that you just had, right? That's what got me interested. So, okay. Well, thank uh, you for. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so, well, Fern, thank yes. you for doing this. This thank, is great. Thanks. Um, so, um, what was I going to, how did I want to start this? So I wanted to start it because um, I had seen like your work around the area mm-hmm. for uh, a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but mostly like, just like some pieces uh, here and there. So right. not the not the vast show that you had mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. art center. And I had always, I had liked the work when I had seen it. Like mm-hmm. obviously like the colors mm-hmm. and the, um, uh, the, I want to describe it like the, the compositions and the materials always interested mm-hmm. me because um, there are paintings of letters and notes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. little things. And then um, I saw the the show at the art center mm-hmm. and it really just like smacked me in the face. I was like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> uh, like it all kind of like yeah. came together mm-hmm. and it's not like I didn't understand it before. Mm-hmm. But I just, I felt like, wow, that was a knockout. You know, like I just kind of walked so out of there, yeah. like, so jazzed about it. <laughs> Thank you. And then I messaged you, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then um, you weren't on my radar to talk to this year, but mm-hmm. I felt like I... I just I have to get it out of my system. Oh. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I I'm, you know, um, overwhelmed that you, you oh. know, liked it so much. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, it made me um, made me excited. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to make work. You know, and like <laughs> you know, like when you see um, a musician or maybe not see, but hear something, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I want to make music or absolutely yeah or yeah. art in general yeah, you know yeah, it was whatever like, it was that kind of thing yeah whatever kicks you off yeah yeah was, yeah 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 um but uh th- so the show uh obviously has come down um and it was a lot of work um mm-hmm. and we'll come back to it in a second but i so i went and i looked at your your website, and mm-hmm. I saw that you had some time at the Art Students League, yes. and then New Paltz. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of curious about like your beginnings of like how you got involved mm-hmm. in like art, painting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it, it, art was just always something that I love to do. Um, so many artists say that just they were, that mm-hmm. was their happy spot. Yeah. And so I was a kid like that. Um, and I was kind of a lost kid a little. And I, um, I, I, I was a goof, kind of a goof off and a, a dreamer. I would say I was, a dreamer and didn't concentrate on my studies at all. In fact, did the opposite. Uh huh. Uh huh. And didn't want to go to college and didn't want to do anything and didn't know what I wanted. But then all of a sudden, I realized I wanted to go away from home. Oh. <laughs> so, and uh, my father said to me, uh, "I get said to me, there is something that you can do." And I said, "What?" And he said, "Art." That's what you're good at. There's something you're good at. And oh, you didn't notice it? I I just did it. I was kind of clueless. Okay. I, I don't know. I was I don't know. I look back now and I'm I'm you know 
I, I just don't know. I, I, I was clueless about a lot. I'm just a dreamer. So I, I, uh-huh. I think I was always just kind of in my own little worlds kind mm. of person. And this is and in New York City, right? Outside of the city. Outside. Okay. Oh, okay. Right outside the city. Um, and um, so I wound up at the last minute applying to New Pulse and going there in the summer session. Oh, and okay. um and and was an art student and uh, did you finish there? Yeah, so I gra- I did graduate. Okay. Um and uh I I was I went into what was then the Domestic Peace Corps uh Vista and did a bunch of things and then I uh traveled um you know uh for a year or so. And then I came back to New York City and uh, and maybe did a couple of other little things. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I kind of wandered. I had a lot of wanderlust in those years. Yeah. And then I came back to the Art Students League, and uh, it was a place where you could just um, walk in the door and pay, I think at the time, and I could be wrong, $42 to take classes for a month. Oh, you wow. didn't need to apply. You did uh-huh. So it suited me because... Um, you know, I, 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 again, I was kind of clueless. I, I could walk in and just, you could just go. You didn't have to fill out any applications. You didn't have to get accepted. They just took everyone. And I had heard about it for years and years and years. And a lot of old, you know, American masters studied there. And so I signed up and I started taking classes and, you know, I, I, I loved it. And I studied with a lot of, I would say, uh, quite, well-known, f- fabulous artists who were at the very end of their life at that time. Oh, wow. Um, and um, and the League was very good to me. I, 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 I had very little, you know, I was li- very little money and was mm-hmm. just scraping it together. And th- I got scholarships I, after a certain time. I never paid for a class. They even paid for my supplies. So oh, I, my God. I, they were... Really good to me. <laughs> okay, I, I when I when I looked at your your website, I, I think I had it backwards. I thought you went to the Art Students League first, and then to New yeah, Pulse. but yeah, it, was it was the other way. It around. was the other way around, with a couple of years in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you finished New Paltz, did you was it a, a BFA and yeah? Painting, well, they didn't have a they didn't BFA. have it then. It was a Bachelor of Science uh, yeah. with an art major. They didn't even have you had to be. Uh, so I graduated with uh, a certificate to teach. Um, that that's all that they could offer you at that time. It's okay. very different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, and I didn't. I was very shy and quiet and intimidated to teach, and I just I, I was restless. Wow. So okay. I, I was a I I was didn't really want to go into that world uh-huh. at that point. It, it wasn't you know I was afraid to. I don't know. I, I just was full of wanderlust at yeah. that point and wanting to do things that I had no idea what they were. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, were you, were you, were you like, were you like frustrated? Were you angry or was it just, you were just. Yeah, I was just a dreamer. Just a dreamer. I, and yeah. I had big dreams, but, uh-huh. but I don't even know what the dreams were. Right. Okay. I, I was just restless, yeah. I think. I, I thought, yeah. You know, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. And of course, I haven't, when I was at that time, I didn't really think about it. Yeah. And I was very sort of last minute a little mm-hmm. without thinking ahead. I, I, 
I look at young artists now who have such a plan. Yeah. They're so, they have such a plan and they go for MFAs and yeah. they work in certain situations. And I just didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 you know, if a young artist asks me, I think, I think it's fabulous. I mean, I think they, mm-hmm. they're, they have a career in mind. I had never had a career in mind. Yeah. But just, don't, don't you think in some way though, that like your life experiences, like in be I always find like the students who who go like um you know undergrad graduate and yeah and like yeah yeah like you're almost like it seems psychotic to me <laughs> like not in a bad way maybe <laughs> but, but like I always feel like 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 I've um I didn't have a plan either you know mm-hmm. it's like and I I say angry you don't seem like an angry person I was like kind of angry and mm-hmm. like frustrated as it mm-hmm. I was just like but I didn't know why yeah you know yeah, like, so similar <laughs> you know I was in like punk bands and 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 you know pissed off at the world but I couldn't I couldn't mm-hmm. vocalize why yeah, I was yeah so but you know I kind of fell into art school because I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. and then um and I never I just asked people like where are you going it wasn't yeah I, yeah. Just, I didn't know I yeah, didn't know how to yeah, do it all yeah um, so I kind of relied on my peers a lot and mm-hmm. I ended up just like, I ended up at purchase because mm-hmm. someone was like, Oh, I go there. Right. Oh, and I yeah, was like, oh yeah. Okay. I'll go there too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was like, so, uh, so well, that's funny. Cause we were, I, I also found, I, I just thought of it like when I was in high school and we didn't have a particularly great high school arts department, it was you know, just whatever. But, um, but I, what I remember is that I like being in those classes. Yeah. I felt like it was a bunch of oddballs mm-hmm. in the classes. And they were kids who got in trouble and needed a credit to graduate. They were kids who, um, um, they were just people that didn't fit any place. They were, um, the, sort of the outcasts of the school. And then there was a couple of art people who were liked art. And so mm-hmm. I felt, Happiest, I, 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 beyond the art, I felt like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I felt I belonged there. Yeah, you had a a home. Yeah, it felt good. It felt good walking in that class as opposed to walking in another class. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a, that's another thing that I think that drew me. Yeah. Yeah. The the art students league, I mean, it sounded like that was really Mm -hmm. like a, an amazing experience, like a foundational experience, yeah, maybe. Yes, yeah, so more than New Pauls. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I had, a, you know, I had, I had a couple of really good uh, art teachers at New Pauls. Uh, one was Manny Brongberg, and one was Ben Bishop, and they said things that I still remember. Actually, mm-hmm. um, they, it might not have been anything revolutionary, but. I remember mm-hmm. they made an impression on me. Um, but at the Art Students League, I studied with uh, uh, Robert Beverly Hale, who was a famous anatomy teacher oh, who, wow. who um, had uh, uh, amazing lectures. And at that point, I was doing lots of figurative work. You and, were, okay. And knew the, you know, every, you know, you got, you get, they had life drawing, of course, classes, and he would, he was inspirational because he would, in his lectures, and he was a character, and he would wear, um, 
he would always have a cigarette, if you can think, while he's lecturing, yeah, hanging yeah. out of his mouth with a, um, ashes that w- were about you know, two inches long and which would continually fall on his clothes <laughs> uh-huh. while he was lecturing. And then he would be reciting poetry at the, as well. Oh my God. And it was, um, you know, it was kind of, uh, uh, it was sort of breathtaking yeah. in, a, um, uh, in an inspirational way and, and an educational way. I mean, I knew like the anatomy of the body backwards and forwards um, mm-hmm. at that. I don't, anymore I, you know you lose those things <laughs> right, if right. you don't keep up with it true but i yeah. love doing it i love yeah. drawing the figure and i love that i i took a class with uh, joseph hirsch which is um he's not as famous but he was a fabulous teacher on color and um and mm. and quite a good um you know a, a well-known american artist and julian levy and I, well, the color yeah. lessons stuck. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what draws me to your work so I still much. remember that he used to say um, things like, like, you'd have a picture and he'd mm-hmm. be going around and, and um, he'd say, you think that's white? And he'd open a tube of white and he goes, this is white. Like he was always having you compare what you thought yes. to what was actual in yeah. you know what what actually and compare the colors yeah that's it, the only way you can do it yeah yeah, yeah. so um anyway that's uh, interesting yeah so i mean were you always painting and collaging or like where does the the interest in like w- like what you're doing now come in like the the idea yeah. of these these moments these like ephemeral right so objects I, so i was at the art so it's interesting. I have to really think back because my work has definitely um, been a, a journey. Yeah, that one thing has led to the other, and I had been doing um, printing work. I had a scholarship from the league to do lithography, to do printing and and drawing work, and it was quite a bit of money. And um, and it led me into working with. Um, uh, I was working with lithography and then we moved up at some point in that path. We moved upstate to where, and I was, to and I are. started using the lithography inks untraditionally mm. and sort of painting with them and, and scraping them into very thin layers and making these, it was a laborious I invented this process that was so laborious and so time consuming. Mm. And um and I finished and go ahead. Well no, I mean litho inks yeah. for someone listening is like yeah. uh it's thick, like right. almost like a tar. Right. Right. Yeah. So I used I found these water-based uh litho inks because I was then working in a studio in my home and mm. I didn't want chemicals or yeah. whatever. And I would put a layer down and I would scrape 99% of the ink off Mm. and then so that the layer could dry. Mm -hmm. And then, so it was very, very thin. So it had to dry in thin layers. And I would work on multiple pieces because it would take a long time for each layer to dry. And then I would do another layer. So Mm -hmm. it was this very long process, yeah, which I was getting... uh, weary of and i i was struggling to get the color that i wanted because it took so long 
And I, uh, anyway, I was working on this piece and I felt like it needed one more thing, but I wasn't sure what it, what it needed. And I took a break and I went over to the post office um, to mail something. Mm-hmm. And the postmaster gave me this stamp that said um, Alaskan Highway. Um, and I looked at it. And and in one second, I knew that I was going to go back and put that stamp on the painting that I was working on. Wow. And so that was the beginning of this whole world that opened up to me of um, collaging, really, or adding things. And I... I, I'm curious, what was the painting going to be? I mean, what were you doing? It was, at the, was it, were they just geometric things? Were they like... Um, uh, uh, so they all had a new... They were, so I think of myself basically as a still... I, I have a love of still life, just the sort of a pureness and simplicity and um, and the, the quietness that a still life can have. So yeah. I have a, a love of that. There was sort of a purity about it. And I gradually did that because I was away from life drawing and away from the figure and yeah. whatever. And I veered to do that. And, um, and, but then I went through, I think, I think it, I went through a stage of painting birds actually. Oh. So I think it was a bird picture. It was a bird. Okay. And, I, and I still have the picture somewhere in my flat file. Oh, wow. So, um, uh, so it was kind of a combination of still life things and birds and uh-huh. other kinds of things that I was influenced with. And so that kind of opened up a world. And then I started. Um, so you put this stamp on and you're yeah. like, oh, this is something different now. Yeah. I feel like that that's what happened. Yeah. It was ex- sort of like I had a, that feeling of excitement. Yeah. And. And after that, I very gradually started, and I don't know how I start collecting grammar books and old books and uh-huh. things. Oh, I used to go to flea markets and garage sales and uh, old, you know, vintage kind of stores uh-huh. that um, to find old, I always loved old, worn out. I didn't, I don't like new things. I like mm. old worn out things. <laughs> What's that about? Like why I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> they look this personality, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. And so one day I was in this store, uh this old antique store, mm-hmm. and um and I found this old grammar book that was sitting on an old mm. desk and I opened it. And I, um, you know, as you're asking me these questions, I'm remembering things I haven't thought about in years. Oh, okay. So it's like just coming to me. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's good, I guess. Um, and I opened this old grandma book and I just loved it. And it was a, a children's book. It was a primary uh-huh. school. It was a primer. And I, so I bought it and I brought it home and I start cutting out words. And oh. then I start pasting them on this picture that I had of a fan. And then all of a sudden, while I was doing that, I realized, you know, I could actually make these words make sense. They don't have to be random words. They could, I could actually make my own sentence. So I did that. Uh-huh. And so then I um, start making my own, like writing my own stories out of all these words that I was cutting out. Up until this point, like, so you're up in... Kinderhook now, mm-hmm. yeah. where we are right now, mm-hmm. and you're you're working through these new collage mm-hmm. ideas, yeah, with your work. Mm-hmm. Had that not had collage never 
like occurred to you in a way as like that could be my medium? It had never occurred to me before. I uh-huh. I was and and also when you see a lot of collage, you think I always thought of collage as like, oh, you know, you kids do that when they make a poster for school kind right. of thing. And there's a look that a lot of collages have and the my collages didn't my use of words did not look like it did on the way other artists had done it. It was kind of yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. And and so I was kind of, I was, and, and at some point I transferred to acrylic gouache. I used gouache for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kind of started using acrylic paint and I went through casein a little. I was experimenting with different kinds of medias that would enable me to work quicker and get stronger color. Yeah. And so, um, and so I did a lot of these collages that were part still life, part collage. Like I would combine those things yeah. for a, a long time. Yeah. And, um, and then at a certain point, I was thinking about, um, at, at a certain point, I start, I, I was thinking for various reasons about, uh, communication and about how what we communicate and what we don't communicate and I start working with letters and uh, envelopes mm-hmm. and I kind of wanted them to be anonymous um, like who are they going to we we don't really know yeah and um, and so I stopped I I first I didn't want any words in them at all. Mm-hmm. And I stop using the words, and I'm trying. I'm trying to think now. I and I was uh, a a gallery director who represented me for a while. He um, said to me, um, he, "So a lot of these, I worked on museum board, yeah. so everything went under glass and was okay. framed, and it was expensive, and the, there was a lot of texture because I always layered lots of things." And he said, "We're missing." We're not seeing things because the glass is um, is hiding things. Uh-huh. You, ha- you're, you, you, it would be so much better if if when we looked at it, it was more immediate. We could see. Okay. And so he challenged me. He, he was giving me a show, and he said, "I want, um, I want at least one thing." I want you to do at least one thing that's not under glass, that's on a board or a canvas or something. Mm-hmm. And I chose to work on uh, wood because it was the closest thing to museum board. For oh, me, okay. it was a hard surface a canvas has to give. Right. And, um, and because I'm, um, he wanted one thing, I did six. <laughs> okay. Because I'm obsessive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once I get going, I yeah, can't. Yeah. I kind of can't stop. Yeah. And I did six things on on a board, and it was just it was really hard to make that transition. Yeah. And then I realized that that when I was collaging words, I was dependent on the type. I was dependent on the color of the paper. I was the p- dependent on many, many things. And if I actually just did it on a board and did my own writing, I would have so much more freedom. And so it was so, okay. It yeah. was so it was very hard in the beginning. I would do a section and I would have to like leave my studio and breathe mm-hmm. and then walk back in and do it. You know, it was 
And then, but it was kind of, it was fabulous and it was fun. So the collage got you to a point, but yes. then you had to abandon it. Exactly. Because you were respond. you didn't want to respond anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because like, that's what collage is. Yeah. You're responding yeah. to exactly yeah. what's there. Yeah. So it, it was kind of, a, 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 it was a fabulous, it was a hard, but pretty fabulous moment mm-hmm. and you know i could change the color of the paper i could change the type i could whatever and yeah. um and all the things that i started collecting because like the letters and papers that i was cutting up now i could use them in a whole different way and i could reuse them so yeah, yeah. There, there's a tendency to have a fondness for certain things yeah and you could just reuse them over and over and over again mm. or manipulate them differently i yeah. i had total control mm. was that now there's a few th- like threads there that are interesting for me like there one thing that that that's interesting is um that you said a while back was that you you know you like to work quickly you know and that's that's why um the switching of the mediums, you could do more things. It's it's funny because I, I, when I look at your work, it, I don't think about yeah. So a quick I actually, process. it's not, and I actually don't yeah. work quickly. I just spend tons of hours. Yeah. So, so what I meant actually was was not that I work quickly, but that I get obsessive and then I can't stop doing the work. Yeah. So if I had, so once he said that. That yeah, yeah. he wanted one and I did six. I yeah. got so I just spend. So yes, I yeah, yeah. do not work quickly. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I didn't really think like work. It wasn't really like work quick. It was just like I don't. I don't know. It just it. It seemed like, but the obsessive thing. That's very interesting. That so just in like in thinking about your your youth and like when you were younger, you're saying like how spacey you were and Mm -hmm. not, but, but now it's like the, the language is like about obsession and, you know, so you really like, you know, you did come to a a point where it's like, wow, you really found something that like, oh, this is what I can do. Yeah. That's your dad was right. No. (laughs) (laughs) What did your parents do? What were they, what were they? Um, my, um, well, my mother, uh, she was, you know, like a house, you know, uh-huh. a stay-at-home mom until yeah. about, uh, and then she became um, a secretary. You know, she she had been a secretary. She yeah. grew, you know, um, uh, um, uh, in her youth, she, I guess, went to, she, you know, could take steno and sure, sure. best typist, yeah. that kind of thing. She models for a while. She did a lot of different things, but then she was, you know, was, and then she would, did go back to work at mm-hmm. some, you know, um, and secret, uh, she was a bookkeeper actually for a school district for, that was her last job. My father was, um, uh, he wrote, uh, so he wrote, he could write poetry. He wrote poetry. He wrote short stories. He could sing an aria. Oh my God. And yeah. um, he could render any object. Mm. But he worked for an insurance company ah. um, that um, he was like an internal auditor. He worked with visiting nurse service for a while. He loved that. But so he was stuck in this very. So he was an artist, but he was. 
He was uh, frustrated. A yeah. Yeah. So he, but he never thought of himself that way. He could just do all those things. Yeah. You know, and he uh, kept records of everything oh, in a meticulous way. Oh. But I, he was, you know, I, I would say fr- very fr- frustrated. Uh-huh. It was a different world. Yeah. Yeah. You of know, course. He had been yeah. in world. He was in World War Two. He, he was. He was a Navy guy. You know. Oh, wow. He, so. Um, yeah, it was a, you know, it's just such a different world that it is now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, oh, that's interesting. You know, what's weird is my dad was in World War II, too. Oh, was he? Wow. Where was he? He was in, um, uh, he was in the South Pacific a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, I was the last of seven. So oh, he wow. had me way light and late wow. in life. Yeah. 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 I think by the time I graduated high school, he was like in his seventies, and people always thought he was my grandfather. <laughs> oh, that's oh, okay. Because well. I was nineteen. Oh, you know, okay. Well, my parents too were older actually yeah. because they had both had previous marriages. Oh, so did mine. Oh, okay. So that my that's really funny. My huh. mother's first husband was killed in the war. Oh my god! And then my father's first wife was died of TB at a very young age, you know, like 20, wow. you know, 20s. Huh. So he went, he went off to war to, he thought he used to say, I went off to war to die. <laughs> oh my God. I'm done. Wow. He really, wow. That's but incredible. Yeah. yeah. And wow. Your parents. Both. Yeah. They yeah. were both married before and yeah. divorced and yeah. Interesting. Huh. huh. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, well, back to you though. But I was just curious cause like, I, you know, I was, feel like there's that there's moments like where you know parents can actually influence the child (laughs) greatly you know (laughs) and you know i think they you know as a parent myself you want to in some way but you also want to allow them to have some right some uh you know some self-control but you know sometimes you know just a little you know nudge like that you know, right. is interesting. Yeah, and they were pretty hands off. I mean, in terms of you know, it it was, you know, it it was a time, at least in my house, where parents were not so involved in their kids' lives. They, oh yeah, you know, they didn't, you know, they were they were it wasn't that they weren't caring. It was just a different world. Um, yeah, my, I mean, my uh, parents were insanely hands off. Yeah, so we're, yeah. they were like. Yeah. Oh, you're still here? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just graduating yeah, well, high I mean, school. We used, to, we used to go out and wander for hours yeah, and yeah. never be home. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just a, a different yeah. thing. It was. Um, which is, I don't know. It's, that works too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just different. But yeah. um, so what? moving into the, the painting. Yeah. Now, now okay. you have the. You have the um, the pieces that are all in place right. to to make these these paintings, but you're you're it's still like a, a collage process in some way. I mean, how do you see? Because like you kind of you, you you talk about still life, mm-hmm. and you talk about mm-hmm. collage, and but what we see is like a little. It's like a little of both, you know. So I'm kind of curious about how. Mm-hmm how the 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 images of the cards and the letters mm-hmm. like how do you start them or how mm-hmm. do you like how do you see them so 
I see them more and more as abstract comp- compositions. Okay. That the the letters and the um, envelopes and a ticket or whatever else I'm throwing mm-hmm. in um, sort of transform themselves into um, a, a, into if you take away the writing. So you don't have to read the writing and no one needs to read the writing and they need to work as abstract compositions, which in many ways they are. They, the, the, those letters transform. If you want to get up close and you want to read it, well, that's great. And some people find pleasure in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, um, think about the content of what I'm writing, which is tricky. It, uh, and, and, but, and I, well, so I start out, I might put a board on, it depends what their influence. I might just find one letter that I just love. I love the content, but I also love the way it looks. I love the type. I love the way it's typed so up close, like mm-hmm. so tight to itself, or just there's some look in it that, mm-hmm. that beckons to me in some way. So I might just start there and I might uh, put it on a board, pick a size board and put it on the board. And then I could play with that letter and other elements. And I might move them around and play with them for hours Mm -hmm. until I find something that I feel might work. And then I start with whatever's on top and I work on that. And then I gradually you know, move it down to what's underneath. And then sometimes I say, oh, it doesn't work at all. (laughs) And I I add things or I scrape things off and I Mm. change things. So I do a lot of changing and redoing or adding to. And and then it depends a little, like the last series I worked on, um, was influenced by illuminated manuscripts. The that man, that yeah. was the yeah. And so then I was looking at lots and lots of books mm-hmm. of Persian manuscripts and illuminated manuscripts and um, and all that. And I was taking my inspiration from really from the geometry of what I was seeing mm-hmm. um, and how it was sort of boxes inside of boxes and where the writing was and how. Um, uh, how they were designed and how they were so off center. Mm-hmm. So th- th- those were influenced a little differently. And sometimes the writing would just take over. It, it would be everything. And sometimes it would be a, a section. Uh huh. Yeah. So you don't see them anymore as like still lifes. They're more, they're like, you know, they're abstractions. So it's interesting because the, so, when I'm on the on the pictures that were part of two series and that I go back and forth still doing, mm-hmm. okay, um, which I called one tracking the days and one dear nobody, that um, that I would think of them as still lifes, but instead of painting traditional subjects like fruit or um, a vase of flowers. I was painting pictures of paper. So mm-hmm. I still think of them as those as still lifes, but the yeah. manuscripts are, uh, they're different. They're, they are different. And mm-hmm. I all of a sudden realized, Oh, I can't say that about 
You can't. Okay. Oh, that's funny. So you. It was like I, you know, I, and then the manuscripts. That kind of the the, I've always, you know, there's things that I've just always loved and I Mm -hmm. and loved looking at. Yeah. And so, and I, and I find that. Um, and I think probably a lot of artists do this, that you get very involved in something and then you, I'm always afraid that at, at a certain point when I'm working on a series, I'm kind of starting to think I'm, I don't want to copy. I'm always afraid to copy myself. Uh-huh. And so when. Uh, because you feel like that's a crutch. Yeah, I don't feel it. I, so I, you do a whole bunch of stuff and you're very excited about it and you have a million. I have like so many ideas in my head. And at a certain point, you could get into doing it rote, like, like oh, this is how I do it. Yeah. And I, I find that that never work. It never looks good. Right. I find that you need to take a break from this. You're pushing it now. Uh-huh. You're not seeing freshly. Yeah. And so I veer off into something else. Yeah. And then I find, and then I, like I started then a series with playing cards because mm-hmm. they were something flat and they were on paper and they were really interesting to me all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I did lots of a series on that till I started thinking, oh, <laughs> I'm not looking freshly anymore. Yeah. And then I veer and I go, I kind of wander into the next thing. Yeah. And then I, sometimes then I circle back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I, I, and then all of a sudden I see a letter or see something and it, it intrigues me and, or it just makes me excited. Mm-hmm. And I go, Oh, I have to paint that. Yeah, and yeah. then I start again. So I, 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 and I'm right now at that stage right now where yeah. I'm starting to drift into something new, different. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. The, the thing about people reading the work and, uh, like, like as you said, it, it doesn't matter to you if they they do or not. Um, I'm curious about that, like, because you're putting so much effort mm-hmm. into putting mm-hmm. it on there, right? Um, to painting each letter. Mm-hmm. Um, I use pen actually. The pen. The pen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you? I mean, what? I'm just, I'm curious about that notion. Like it, I mean, you can't, you, you, you hang a picture on the wall. You're not going to mm-hmm. dictate mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. someone engages with it. Right. Right. It's mm-hmm. a, you're kind of, mm-hmm. it's a uh, interaction. Right. Um, and you're putting a prompt out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is there part of you that like feels like, oh, like as you're doing it, uh, do you want them to see it more as an object, or can it rely on both? Right, and I mean by object yeah. like the letter form, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. an object, right? So is that is that kind of how you're coming at it? Like because you you mentioned you have this interest in type, like typography, right? right. So I'm curious about that. Yeah. Um, well, I just know that. Um, that some people love reading. You have to. So first of all, you have to spend a lot of time if you want to read it, and not you know to just to be practical. Not everyone has the time, and not everyone necessarily has the interest. From yeah. far away, the type just comes off as pattern. Right. So you could say that I'm creating patterns. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. And as you said, and and I. And I do think very carefully, and sometimes it's very intimidating 
to make a decision about what I'm writing because someone might read it. Yeah. And so it's kind of representing me mm-hmm. in obviously. But um I feel like, you know, it's up to so so one of the gentlemen that I studied with at the Art Students League, Joseph Hurst, used to always say that that when the picture is on a wall and someone comes to view it, that is the last part of the process of making a picture. And it's very and it's a relevant part. And and they will bring to it whatever they want. And it might be what you wanted them to or what you thought about. Mm-hmm. And it could be something you have never occurred to you. Right. And that is just as valid and important as anything. Because in the end, what I what I had in mind is it's not is it's actually not important. Mm-hmm. And it's what they what they bring to it mm. that becomes then more important. That's interesting. And, and I step at that point, I step back and it's it's almost like and I, I don't know if you feel like this as an artist, but my pictures look very different when they're out of the studio. They mm-hmm. become they look very different to me. They become like this other person that I that I met. Okay. <laughs> like like when I after I hung that show at the art uh-huh. center, which was an enormous mm-hmm. and daunting effort, yeah. And um, th- when I walked in, then after it was all hung and all everything was all the everything was done and all the little stuff, the big yeah, and little yeah. stuff was done. And then a day or so went by, and then I walked in. Okay, I was like, I did this. How did I? <laughs> How did I, how did I do this? Who's this? (laughs) Who is it? (laughs) It was like, uh, it was just like, I was not the artist. I didn't feel like the artist. I just felt like, I felt so removed from it. And yet I was, I was like, like, wow, you, you, you pulled it off. But it was, (laughs) that's interesting. It was like, I pulled that off. (laughs) But but I, but you feel differently, you know, it's mm-hmm. in, so it's in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, it's almost like raising a kid a little, yeah, you yeah. know, you put it, you do, you did your best and it's in the world <laughs> and you're, you're like, you can admire it from a distance and go, or, you know, or say, oh, I mean, I've been to many shows where I've had work in it yeah. and I walk into the, the room and I see my work on the wall and I feel like oh, I know now what I, how I could have made that better. Oh, I, yeah. I've done that. I did that yeah. so many years, um, so many years. And after the show, I couldn't wait for the show to be over. And I took uh, the work out of the frame and redid it. Yeah. Or ruined it sometimes. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but um, so it, it's, you know, it's so, so it, I, I so I don't know really. You yeah. know, I feel like oh, I just do the work, and I this is what I I love to do it, and I mm-hmm. love to change how I'm doing it gradually because that's what. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get stale, I guess. Yeah, of. yeah. I mean, moving to the the manuscripts is 
is is uh is interesting for sure my um my <laughs> last night uh before I started reading stories to my 10 year old, Mm -hmm. she still has stories every night. Um, So um, I was on my laptop and I was like, well, because she came to the show with us Mm -hmm. too. And she really liked it. Oh, nice. Um, She, she loved it. And um, I was on your website and I was like, well, what should I ask her? Do you have Mm -hmm. any questions? Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, um, there was a couple of silly ones, which I, I don't remember. But then there was one that like made me think because, mm-hmm. and I and I had this thought too with the the manuscript part mm-hmm. and your your writing. Mm-hmm. So um, my wife is Jewish and and the mm-hmm. kids are being raised Jewish, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget the name of the holiday, but when they bring out the the Torah and they unroll it and you can look at you know the hand the handwriting of the letters mm-hmm. was is that something you're like thinking about in some of those pieces like that connection to the written manuscript of of a religious document in some way to your like interesting. handwriting huh interesting um well there's one piece in there that is the book of Esther yeah, and um, and that I took I well it's abridged because it's actually quite long, um, uh, um, so maybe a little bit I don't know I've that's a actually a great question um and I don't know but yeah a little bit okay um I have some pieces that I have a couple not a lot that i have written it with hebrew in hebrew uh-huh and um some small man- some of the small manuscripts and one much larger piece mm-hmm. um that i wrote um i think actually it was after 911 i did it and it was a picture of uh, a man's vest mm. and i wrote uh psalm 20 Three, okay. Over it as sort of a memorial piece. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I'm uh, mulling in my mind a little bit. So a Torah yeah. does is very reminiscent of the manuscripts, and many manuscripts were in Hebrew because. They were, uh, you know, a, a book of days of sorts like that. Yeah. So, so I've seen many of them. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, I don't just because like that that body of work that was yeah. in the show, like they have this kind of vibe that's like meditative, yeah. and they draw you in with the color, and you know, it's like well. Is there something there? Like, is there the, this like little bit of spirituality connection to it? Absol- you know, absolutely. Yeah, it, it feels like. Um, also, I forget one of them where you you were writing the colors, um, like uh, that one, kind of reminded me slightly of, um, and not really the forms, but maybe the palette of mm-hmm. um, Hilma Afklin. Oh, oh, okay. Of like, you know, how her paintings 
you know, she wanted you to like space out to him and like have right, this right. experience. Yeah, yeah. You know? Interesting. I, so, do you know which one it was or you don't remember? Yeah. I do. I don't know the name of mm-hmm. it, but I, I think it's um it's a multi-palette one um, where you, I think you write, you you wrote the names of colors on it. Am I, hmm. or I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm messing yeah, this that's up. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so I, I I used to say, and I used to think when I would be painting certain things, and I'm not exactly sure which group of what it was, that I was actually trying to paint silence. Oh. So I was trying to see how how when someone looked at it, they would feel uh, contemplative or quiet or silence. The word silence always was, I was sort of searching for. Yeah. And yes, they are, I uh, very much, yeah, whatever you said. I, I, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to second that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. And also in the, in the later, um, the group of manuscripts and how I, I had a show up in, uh, in, at Lake George at the courthouse gallery yep. before. And what, after that show was hung and it's kind of like, and, and, uh, you know, when you hang a show, it's sort of like you cleaned your plate off a little and yeah. you start something new. And I, I came home and I thought, well, okay, what am I going to do now? And um, and I need to keep doing because because uh, that's a because that's what I I don't know because I do and I opened this old grammar book and I have a a large collection of old grammar books mm-hmm. and somehow that has drawn me and I opened it to a page that said that was um uh it was a conjugation of the verb to love mm. and it was all. It was just that, and it. I just looked at it and I go, I have to paint that. And mm. I, 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 and many of those manuscripts I painted over and over again. So that really? original wow. one, that was the first one I did, and it's a totally different picture now because I, I, I'm, uh-huh. I, I work over and over and over all of them. They became different pictures, but so that, so that was the beginning to a lot of the words in the manuscripts, not all of them, but mm-hmm. some of them where I was contemplative about words and what they actually mean mm. and the metaphors that they, um, how we think of them and how everything in a way is a metaphor for mm-hmm. something else and makes you um, kind of look below the surface yeah. of a word and so, so yeah, contemplation is, yeah, is to be thoughtful and quiet. And uh, yeah, so it's a huge part of what mm-hmm. I do. The when idea I, of painting silence is, that's a wild thought. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. So I have a lot of ideas that float in and out of my head yeah. all the time and pictures that float mm-hmm. in and out of my head all the time. Yeah. And I try not. I, I have learned as I get as I have learned 
um, that to not question them so much and just uh-huh. go with them. And that sounds so simplistic, but um, but it took a yeah. it took a long time for me to say, um, don't question it and don't lower your expectation for what you are searching for. Um, um, you know, if I wanted uh, a blue, I might say, oh, that's maybe that's too raw. That's too this or that. Mm-hmm. And I might soften it, but I've learned to follow my gut and, uh, you know, listen to that voice. To trust. To trust it. Yes. The thank process. you. To yeah. trust, to trust it. And it's, t- it's it, like, again, it sounds simplistic, but it's, it wasn't so easy for me. I think it's very easy for certain people, and and they start out like that. But it's right. but it, it wasn't for me. And um, those those people suck. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm joking. It's taken me a long time uh-huh. to get where I am. Yeah, artistically. Or, well, I or mean, otherwise, maybe I. Yeah. That I I think that's yeah I. I feel the same way, I guess, in some way, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm like the kind of artist that like, there's like a million doubts, you know, and it's just like, ah, you know, like I'm always questioning myself and, you know, um, I don't think that's quite what you're saying, but like. But I have. You yeah. have. I, yeah. And I've, my you, work has gotten stronger when I've stopped yeah. doing that. Not that you, you're always yourself and right. you always, I always still question, mm-hmm. but I yeah. better at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Also the the idea of of opening a a book, the grammar book, mm-hmm. and wanting to paint that page, that is such an odd impulse as well. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I don't mean yeah. odd in a yeah. critical yeah. way, yeah. but it's yeah. like no, no. Where, where does that come from? I don't know. I just um yeah. I don't know. Um I said to someone recently, we were just joking. I said, maybe I'm a frustrated writer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't know, but it just, Mm -hmm. there are things now that just speak to me and I have to paint Mm -hmm. them. And I, I, now I have three different kind of series in my head. Yeah. That I, uh, one particular painting that I want, I know I want to do. Um, and then two other small series that I I mm. know I can't wait to get to, and I have to mm. just um, say, okay, where are you going to start? Kind yeah. of thing. So I I'm flooded with, uh-huh. but uh, yeah. So I have much. I have immediate reactions to certain. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these ideas, you like. I, I feel like you, you're like just you're catching them. It seems yeah, like you see yeah. something, and you're like, oh, this could yeah. be yeah X Y Z exactly. It takes a little bit. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. That's fascinating. And it just kind of kicks me off. And then yeah. once I start on something, like I saw um, a picture of block, playing blocks, like kids' blocks. Yeah. They were old. And I thought, oh. And they were all colorful. And I, and, and I, and I thought, oh, that would be – what a great thing. And I have – then I realized, oh, you have lots of old blocks that you've bought over the years. And, <laughs> and so this morning, I just start pulling blocks from all my different boxes uh-huh. of things and thinking I'm going to play with that for a bit. Mm, that, that'll that be a kind of a fun little thing right. to do. And so You're playing with blocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, just to kind of finish up, I, I think the 
the the handwriting though like mm-hmm. the the yeah. attention yeah. to the typography mm-hmm. I, I think my my daughter made made that connection mm-hmm. because it looks the the paintings are so controlled right right you have this yeah. like this very free flowing process going on in mm-hmm. your head mm-hmm. that's fern mm-hmm. and then but the work is like so like um I want to use the word like muscular, like it's like very like controlled. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, I think that's where she picked it up because, you know, when you look at a written manuscript, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, it looks painful. Right. Right. And it's like, oh my God, someone wrote that by hand. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of doing that too, though. Yes. It, I mean, there's no like, there's no sloppiness to it, you know, <laughs> you, you know, like you're not just like kind of writing, yeah. you're mimicking, you're mimicking, mimicking right. a typewriter, right. which sounds yeah. like a nightmare to me. Yeah. So, I mean, do you enjoy yeah. that? I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> that first, sounds, like, well, I want to just take that back because that sounds, it sounds rude. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. No, that's okay. I didn't take but, it that way at all. Like, and I, and I, and I love the fact that you're 10 year old you know, kind of had that reaction. Yeah. So first of all, just to let you know, I do a lot of taping. Yeah. Okay. And I tape the margins and I tape, I use all these different, uh, two different types of tape and I tape the top and the bottom of the lines so that I can stay on, um, so that it can stay neat and then yeah. I don't veer off. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then once you, the har- it's the hardest is beginning. Yeah. And you kind of get on, uh, and I won't, I won't say it's totally meditative, okay? Yeah. Because if my mind wanders, I mess up. Yeah. Okay. So I can't, like, I need to stay very, very focused. Mm-hmm. And um, but so my mind starts to wander about. Oh, what should I make for dinner tonight? Uh-huh. I could be, I mess myself yeah. up. But, uh, but also, um, but it is in itself becomes this calm experience. Yeah. Okay. So when you're doing that, you kind of know what you're going to do every day. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, you kind of, kind of sink into it. Yeah. So it, so I do, I, I do enjoy it. And, mm-hmm. um, it sounds well, like a meditative, like you, you've yeah, used that word, yeah, but it sounds like, yeah, like kind of like a, yeah. there's it's, something going on. It's a, the hardest part is when I'm, so sometimes I'm just taking a letter and I have to abridge it and I have to, I have to think about how I'm going to end it. And yeah. then, and, and that can be a little tricky and the placement of it and, and all that. And sometimes I need to, if I know how I want to end it or where I have to actually work backwards for a while. Okay. So I, and then meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. And, or if I'm writing a letter, someone else wrote it and I'm just taking from it. But there are times when I, um, run out of what I thought I was going to do and I'm making up stuff and that's pretty tricky. You're making makes, up words and I'm making up sentences. I'm making yeah. up a little story. I'm taking from here. I'm taking from there. Oh, okay. And that's enormously time consuming. Sure. So, and that worries, I, that always kind of worries me. But, um, um, but what I was going to, I can't remember what I was going to say, um, to do with the words, but, um, I can't remember. That's okay. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. So someone said to me at, a, at an art show once, oh, it's all so perfect. And I said, actually, if you look up close, it's not perfect. If you yeah. really look up close, it's actually not perfect. Cause, and they say, that's that's how you know it's done by hand, because it's not perfect. Okay. So. Huh. Could have fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look up close and I say, yeah, it's yeah. not perfect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Huh. And, I, and I don't, I was never, I, I, and I look at them too, and I sometimes I wonder if they're too tight because it does become sort of meticulous in a certain way. Mm. And I never used to work like that. So I, I'm also like sometimes thinking, maybe I should loosen up a little. Yeah. Okay. I I, I, I don't know. So. Well, some of the ones with script, it's a mm-hmm. little freer. Right. You know, it's yeah. like looser yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's more of the, 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 the typewriter ones that really. <laughs> right. Right. Like right. kind of jog, you know, jog my right. mind right. and feel like, oh God, that looks off. But you know what? <laughs> looks awful to do. <laughs> um, I'm just not that kind of person. Um, uh, but. I think that's what fascinates me in part mm-hmm. by your work is like, why would someone do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the last thing uh, I, I was, uh, I was thinking that, that sounds, that sounds interesting to me and part mm-hmm. of your, your process, mm-hmm. because I feel like your, your studio process is crucial to who you are. Like it's important for you to come in here and do this. Absolutely. And that if you have a, a page of writing, you know, uh, on Monday, you got a quarter of it done. Mm-hmm. You know, coming in, right, what you're going to do the next day. Right. I'm going to get back to that and yes. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep yes. working at this. Yes. And that's, um, that's an interesting, like, kind of relationship to the studio. Mm-hmm. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's great. You know, it's amazing. Um, I like, I mean, I, I do that myself in certain ways. I'll make notes like, mm-hmm. okay, tomorrow I'm going to mm-hmm. do this, this, mm-hmm. and this. Um, but um, there's something about that, I think, that like your drive to be here allows this kind of, I don't want to say trompe l'oeil, but it's like this kind of crazy wild thing. Yeah. Um, the the trompe l'oeil was happened by accident. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything I intended. It was yeah. just that when I tape things, the the um, the paint collects against the edge. Yeah, and so when I take the and 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 the higher it is, the you know the more I struggled with the color because I did it, you know, thirty times maybe yeah. over and over again, and it gets higher and higher, and it causes when you take the tape out, it causes this this ridge, little ridge, yeah, and it and with a slight shadow, and that's what makes it look like that it was that was totally by accident Mm. i didn't know that was gonna happen interesting yeah so it was just part of the process yeah yeah huh yeah when i i I worked full-time for many many years and i and i would get up at like four in the morning and um and get in a number of hours before i went to work Mm -hmm. and i would always always try when i left the studio to figure out my next step, yeah, because it would help me. Um, I'd come home from work, and many times I'd go back in the studio then. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it and or, or or even if I didn't have a lot of time or it was very late, I would try to think, what am I going to do next? 
because it, it helps me when you're interrupted continually. Yeah. And now I have the gift of time. Right. But I didn't always have the gift of time. Yeah. And f- actually, for most of my life, I didn't have the gift of time. And so it helped me kind of get back in there and know where I was, where I left off. Uh-huh. So that is sort of become a habit. Yeah, it was like a little anchor point. It was exactly, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Huh, that's amazing. Hmm. It's interesting. And now I'm just compelled to, that's all, it's all I kind of want to do. I just want to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice room. I like it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm going to hang out here now. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Fern. This oh, is really fun. It's my um, pleasure. Thank I, I thank you so much for asking interesting. me. Oh, I remember now what I wanted to start with. The name Fern. Yes. Is that your real name? Yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah, I just and um yeah, it's just I I you know, my kind of eccentric somewhat eccentric upbringing. Yeah, and, yeah. And your parents uh, were Yeah, yeah, and particularly my father secretly my mother, hippies or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, and my middle name is even, so I sign all my pictures F.T. Apfel. That's right. I saw the yeah. T. What is the T? Tema. Tema. Which huh. is, my parents found it on an old family gravestone. Oh, okay. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful name. I was just Thank curious you. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I always, I don't know. I, I like the fact that it's kind of feels anonymous. I, and, you know, the, the FTF felt, it kind okay. of makes me feel anonymous. And I only, I, I used to always just, now people know me as, I realized that people needed to know who I was a little <laughs> <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> so I. <laughs> That's. But, you know, as a kid, don't you, I don't know, Justin's, a, a, you know, it's a nice, solid American dame, but Fernie sure. was such an oddball. It you know, is always, an odd, it's odd, I, yeah. I, you know. I hated it, of course. You did, uh, okay. yeah. As a kid in school, and you know, mm. uh, people, you know, you know, it was a fodder for making fun making of me. Fun. I didn't even know yeah. what they meant when they were making. You know how that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Right. <laughs> You're a gas, but you have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> right, right. Oh, interesting. And then you wanted to be anonymous, yeah, as, yeah. A, as the artist. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you know, it's kind of funny. That yeah. is funny. But yeah. now I get to because of my name. I get to since you know, email and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I get to put a little. I, I get to use one of those the little, little fern. Yeah, yeah, a little fern. Yeah. And I, I picked up on that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like, I like that. I can do yeah. that. <laughs> now you've come around to it. Right. Well, so, thank you again. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, share it. Tell a friend. And be sure to subscribe to Art Town on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. Art Town is engineered and produced by Silent Studios North with exclusive theme music by Fantagram.